Yep. I do, yeah. I get to work at 5.30 in the morning. Yeah, this is communist Russia over here. Come on, bros. to the Word of the Bay podcast. I am Kyle. I am Nick. And I'm Anthony. All right, gentlemen. Hurricane's almost here. Uh, we're, we're, we're riding it out in our respective areas. So, you know, what, what are your thoughts? Are we, we're doing, we doing good? Doing bad? I'm the closest set of us three are riding this out, quote unquote. Yeah. You guys are just kind of uh, there. How the close fringe. is that to you? It, I'm, we're going to get like the, uh, the outer part of it like the way out. we're gonna get touched by it i guess is the best Ooh, way to yeah. say it. it's gonna be like a tropical storm for us you're gonna get touched you're gonna get touched where did it touch you <laughs> yeah baby huh well i mean what about you guys so what was your level of preparedness i think mine be a beer, beer ratio scale like how much beer did you acquire <laughs> no beer actually because there wasn't any no left. beer he but, oh <laughs> Damn. <laughs> rookie rookie move. Yeah, I was only there was actually water, but no beer left. So <laughs> gotta get beer. <laughs> yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah, well. You're gonna die. I can't buy beer anyway. I'm only twenty, so uh no, you're gonna die. You're gonna turn twenty one, you're gonna realize one day you're, you're gonna realize how many people didn't card you at twenty one and one day then you know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I probably could have gotten away with it today. Publix was like super busy. So Yeah. Which is like which is fucking mind boggling to me. Because, well, no, Publix, no, you're never gonna get away with it. At Publix, because like they they're like super hardcore. They, they card everybody. They card me. Yeah, still. could have yeah. gone to Dixie maybe. Win Dixie probably could have would have got away with it if it was especially if it was some young kid who looked mm-hmm. like he didn't give a fuck. Like yeah, you probably would have got away with it there. But Publix, no, Publix is too on their game. You can't you can't you can't be fucking with Publix. That's that's the that's the the message I want you guys to take away from this conversation. <laughs> I tell you what, the gas stations were bad. That was awful today. Trying to get gas. That is in like hour long wait to get gas. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. I got uh, yeah, man. West or east west east coast? East coast. Stay no, safe. West co- west coast of Florida. <laughs> we no, we're the west coast. Yeah, you got <laughs> Yeah, we're the west coast of Florida. We're taking it really easy over here. Yeah. Yeah, east coast, stay safe. Come over to west coast. Let's let's be friends. East coast and west coast. Let's get together. You know, we don't have to be all. We don't have to be fighting all the time. You know, you guys had B- Biggie, we had Tupac. No. <laughs> don't be an idiot. Don't, don't try be. to write it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're on the East Coast. Yeah, right. That's how that I goes. had no idea that rapper uh, hierarchy and setup was to the East and West Coast of Florida. I, I really yeah yeah. yeah. Not a lot of people knew that. Yeah, but, uh, huh. Notorious B.I.G. from Jacksonville. Um, Find out on Word of the Day. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Um, what do you think? What do we want to get to first? Today, I don't, I don't know, man. I got a lot of. I, I don't give a fuck. I hate lot, sports. Marty Saint Louis. Talk about Marty Saint Louis. How about right, we start with? Lead that? it off with them. Marty okay. All right. Saint good. Louis. What are your What are your thoughts? I told you guys I had a question. Okay. I had a question, it. and I really want this question to pretty much rally around the point because it's going to start us off, and it's going to be the main driving point for my part of this. I'm already hyped up, as you can tell. 
But Anthony, Kyle, yeah, I want to know why the fuck okay. the Cavier put in first. Why wasn't he put you, in you first? You want to go first, Kyle? Is that, what you, is that your question, Nick? Why wasn't he put in first? Yeah. Why wasn't number four retired number before 20 whatever? Who uh, was? Not he's 20 times. 26. Have you looked up their stats? Have you looked at both of their stats <laughs> by chance? Oh, Nick? of course. I know the stat line. I know. Yeah. I know. So do you, do, but, you know, do you know who has a better stat line? Oh, of course I know who has a better stat line. Do Who has more like trophies and, you know, you know individual awards? Individual accolades do not lead to a number retiring so much. Uh, as you know, I'm just, you know, I'm just kind of. Wait, I think individual accolades are the only thing that lead to a number retiring. I don't think so. I think it, it ties to community and, and influence in the area and how exactly that person is still viewed in the area. Well, so that so that person didn't didn't win okay. a Stanley Cup for us or wasn't a part of that Stanley Cup championship and. But the same argument can be said about the other guy. Did he won a Stanley Cup, and he was a captain well before okay. Marty was even on the team. Uh, all right, but do you remember all those years where Vinny couldn't stay healthy and Marty carried this team? Yeah. Do you remember those current years where Vinny's viewed in a kind light and Marty St. Louis bastard? You mean uh, you mean like the last four, like literally four yeah, years? It's four years current. out of like the. I just don't see when you have somebody like Vinny Lecavier's. Number four to retire, being that he was such a darling in the local scene, plus what he did and what he stood for. You know, everybody know remembers that Marty was in the Stanley Cup finals, but everybody remembers that Vinny LeCavier, Jerome, Jerome McGinley fight. Okay, all right, I you get know, your point. You know what this I reminds it, me of? I really, I really think this argument's going to go in circles because I think they're both going to end up being in the rafters anyway, and I don't think it really matters who goes first in the grand scheme of things because they're both going to be up there. There's no doubt about that. Uh, but to, to me, I would argue, I would argue that Marty meant more to this fan base than Vinny ever did. To me, you know what this is like to me? Eh. This is like comparing Mike Allstott to Derek Brooks, okay? Mike Allstott was the more loved guy because he was like offensive, big, wumbling, bumbling, stumbling, across, blah, 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 blah. and like he, for some reason, was like the darling of Tampa Bay was Mike Allstott. So that's Vinny, that, that's Vinny LeCavier. For some reason, he's like the darling of the media and the fans. Whereas Marty St. Louis, yeah, Marty St. Louis you know, was the one that actually that got analogy. shit done. Marty St. Louis was the one that got the fucking shit done. He did the he did the fucking work. He put all that in. Like that's that's like the Derek Brooks of the team. Like he's the one that stayed all those years and remained good for all those years. Yeah, but Derek didn't ask to leave in a bitchy hiss fit. I knew that was coming. Listen, you, we got to let it go, Nick. You let, it let it go, go. for fuck's sake. Nope. The guy is that retired. Salt He's deep. retired. That's a deep man. salt mine. He, I, I let it go the second he retired, man. It's over. The dude, it, I without him, I, would. I really I did. But he's good without Marty. You know what he reminds me of? He's that kid that, like, oh. stole something and then seven years seven years has passed and the statute of limitations come up and then he's like haha i took that bike that one time in the week that's that's why it pisses me off because he's never got us come up and we're going to give him a goddamn number how would, what, what do you mean we we knocked him out of the playoffs if you want eh, come eh, up no that's not closure enough is it it's really not no it's not that was the last no. game he ever his number played could go in second because be, we've never done it before it's symbolic I hate the fact that Marty St. Louis number 26 is going to be the first number that my favorite franchise retires when you have somebody who retired sooner 
I just I don't I don't know. I, if, it bothers me. If Marty St. Louis was never a part of this team, we would have zero Stanley Cups. Zero. Vinny's look. I don't want I don't want people to get this wrong. Vinny is is a big part of the reason why this franchise is is where it is today. Yeah. So why do you guys hate? But Vinny I would argue. What, what, <laughs> don't hate Vinny. Like I, I, hate I don't him. hate Vinny. I love Vinny, but I think Marty was better. I think a lot of people feel that way. And a lot of people feel like Marty was more important to this franchise than Vinny was. Now, Vinny did a lot of great stuff in the community. But on the ice, when it was go time, Marty was the guy. He was always the guy. And he and he, he was our first MVP. And the guy has all kinds of awards. And he was a key part of that cup team, just like Vinny. But he his career stayed at a high level for longer than Vinny's did. Vinny, after that Matt Cook hit, Vinny was never the same. And he couldn't stay out. He was supposed to be the Michael Jordan of hockey. <laughs> that was some <laughs> dumb shit that that some owner said. Look, I don't. I don't. I mean, he's not going to make the Hall of Fame, man. Marty's going to make the Hall of Fame. I'm looking at the chats, and Dolwip says that the uh, he's still in a contract with LA, so that's possibly why he can't be the first. Dude, I don't, I don't understand. They're this. doing a ceremony for him. I know that this year, but it's yeah. not. Gonna, they're not retiring his number at that ceremony. You know, I don't get this because it's like who. Who cares? Like, who cares who gets retired first? They were obviously they were saying. both integral to the franchise, and they were I both do. great I players. Can. It doesn't matter. This it does it really doesn't matter who gets retired first. Like everybody making a, like a stink over this whole thing. It, like you're just being a baby. Stop being a baby. Deal with the fact that he wanted to leave. Not Deal with the fact baby. that it's a that it's a you're business. A oh please! Like I sit here and I make I, I you know I I make all kinds of salty comments about Joe Madden, but at the end of the day, I still understand that he's a great manager and that he's you know he's one of the best in baseball. Like why can't people just take a step back and say, oh, huh, yeah, Marty St. Louis probably was one of the greatest players that ever played for this team, if not the greatest player that played for our he team. Is and he deserves everything that he, the, every accolade yeah, that, he, that he's so. going to receive. He's a great, Marty, because, Marty is the greatest player to ever put on uniform for the Tampa Bay Lightning so far. I think Coast will probably Vinny be meant, by the end, but that's still a long way to go. I think because Vinny meant a lot to the Lightning. I'm not disputing that Marty may mean more, but I think Vinny meaning a lot before Marty means he should go first. That's all. I, I, I don't, I really don't think that matters. I think mean, people are putting too much stock into that. It doesn't matter who goes first. Like, but, uh, uh, yeah, but Leroy Selman, who was at the time, the only hall of famer. Again, I'm relating this back to the bucks, but who at the time was the one, the only hall of famer that the bucks had, uh, his, he didn't go first into the ring of honor. I don't think, wait, I could be wrong about that. Don't quote me on that. Anyways, fact check, fact check. Yeah, fact, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody fact check me. <laughs> this is not accurate. If you want accuracy, go to fucking another podcast. I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I'm, but I'm, I figured you guys would be on the same page. Me and Ed, just yeah, we, we're 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 ganging up on you here. Well, no, yeah, I, mean, I just. It, it's. It, I knew I would be. I knew I'd be the only one butt hurt by this because I'm the only one that's still butt hurt by Marty. Well, I. I knew this. I just. I don't get it. I don't get why we have to always hold grudges in this city. It seems like, the guy gave everything to this organization and he wanted out towards the end. Of his career, and yeah, he got it, and yeah, he forced his way out. Whatever. Well, we hey, were all pissed about that for two years while he played for the Rangers. Exactly. Okay? That, we all that got that, all that piss out. That absolutely sucked. I hated it. I fucking that was the worst. Like that really, really it was, sucked. It was awful. 
still feeling kind of pissy. Just a little. Why? Yeah, I think. We moved I'm not, I'll tell you this one. I'm feeling more. I'm not feeling so much pissy towards him, but there's still an angst or a, a something against him that's not there for Vinny. He's not playing. He's not playing hockey anymore. Vinny is, in my opinion, he's got a clear conscience. Vinny got bought out because he's still wing. He was a much Vinny better humanitarian to St. Oh, or St. Oh, Pete, oh, Tampa Bay, Clearwater. Oh, what? Oh, God, what? True. Yeah, I get that. We all understand that. But it, that doesn't, I don't think that's like the main thing they look at for a, retiring a dude's number is community effort. Yeah, Vinny's a great guy in the community, but it, his on the ice play really took a dip there towards the end. Yeah, nobody talks about work done. Consistent this whole time here. Yeah. Well, ahead, more done spent just as much time in Atlanta. I'm just saying, like, true or false, LeCavier requested a trade from Tampa Bay. He did. He did. Absolutely, he did. False. That he did him. the Torterra. Yes, he did. Yeah, and then uh, Feaster sat him down and said, listen, you guys got to work it out. I'm not, get, not firing you, and I'm not trading you. And that's the only reason he stayed. Okay. December 7th, 2001. So he got to work it out with that player. December 7th, 2001, St. Petersburg Times. LeCavier wants a trade. It's right there. You can go Google it. You can look it up. It's there. We had a deal with the Canadians. It's ready to go to Montreal. So, just, just out of curiosity, who was the perspective deal for? Carey Price, P.K. Subban were in that deal. Get up. Get out of there. I'm I'm not joking. Are you serious? Are you Holy serious? shit! Wait, wait, wait! Hold on, I gotta read this article. You've never heard. You've never heard the proposed. I'll find it. No. The proposed. <laughs> we should have made oh, that. Oh, fuck, Vinny, get we should have made here. that trade. Yeah, right, Vinny, huh? Wow. <laughs> we could have Marty St. Louis and Carrie Price and fucking PK Subban. <laughs> Holy shit! We would have had. But, hey, listen to this. We would have had Max Pacioretty, PK Subban, and Carrie Price, all our key cogs of the Montreal Canadiens right now. What? That's still. I don't care if it was 07. Oh, oh now you. Oh, now we gotta ship them out. Ship them no, out. It, Get out of here, Vinny. It was 2000. It was 2001. It was before funny. the cup. It was 2001. Nah, whatever. That makes me less salty. Trade, but I think we had a trade. I think that trade was later. I Te think we had a trade. Teams mentioned as having the most interest are the Devils, the Senators, Flyers, and to a lesser extent the Oilers, Blackhawks, and Avalanche. Dudley yeah, said I don't think that was the uh, it, that was that was not the proposed trade. No one. That was the proposed trade in 07. Oh, I see. I yeah. See. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, Marty's just the one that got his way, and now everybody says fuck him. And that's because, why I pissed at him. Yeah. Because fuck him. He's a petulant little. Child that got his oh, way. Please. Petulant little child that put this franchise on the map. God damn it. Yeah. Put us on, on his, he helped. Put us on his back, though. No, I'd say Hobby did that. For the cup, yeah. But Marty did it all the okay, other well, years when this franchise was here. in the we're fucking tank. Well, hold on. We're talking about, in, in, we're we're talking about what playoffs? plays numbers in the rafters. That's what we're talking about. And that's individual achievements. That's what retiring no, a number is. We could, we you could say the same about for the tanko. Like you, like you could say the th same about like any of the dudes on that team. Like, like come yeah. On. Why aren't we retiring number seventeen? He's the only one who scored a goal in Game Seven. <laughs> Did twice. I feel like you're bullshitting now. <laughs> I am bullshitting yeah. now. <laughs> I I I don't know. I get I I I sort of get where where Nick and and people like him are coming from because I always and we're gonna hard cut right there. 
Well, no, 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 because because like you you can go back in, in the last ten episodes of this podcast and listen to me be all salty about Joe Madden. So like I get that, like I get that portion of it, but like at the same time, I feel like I could still take a step back. And like, if they wanted to retire Joe Madden's number with a raise, I would fucking totally get that because like he meant so much to the franchise during the time he was there. It doesn't matter what happened after when he left, and if he truly made his name with Chicago, you know, because they won a championship and they did, you know, don't make this about your thing, Kyle. Make this about Marty St. Louis. Yeah, fucking fuck Joe Madden. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that guy. Exactly. No. I'm not going, and I'll boo if I go. Someone gives me a ticket, I'll boo. Oh, shut up. Yeah, don't don't be that guy, please. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm gonna be that's where all the national pundits are so, oh, they might boo him. I'm just going to wear they a big really the Bay shirt and go boo. Oh, by the way, John Butchagross, fuck you. Yeah, we do appreciate him. That's why we're putting his fucking number in the rafters. I got boo- oh. I got blocked by John Butchagross because of that whole thing. Yeah. Really? Yeah, because I told Adam because well because I defended booing Marty St. Louis because I said fuck who cares like like yeah we well, we should have the right to boo him because like we're pissed off at him. Kyle, you're making it very hard to argue with you flip flopping. I'm not flip flopping. Look, that was at the time we were all pissed. I yeah, was pissed at the he time. was an active player then. We were pissed. We were all pissed. So like it's we're gonna boo him. Like that's just sports. That that's a sports thing. He's retired now. Mia culpa. It's all over. He's like he shook hands with Vinick. Everything's fine now. Like so, who cares if if we retire his number first? He Kill did him. so much for our franchise. Like that's just the way. That's 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 sports in general. Like I'll, I'll boo. I, I booed Warren Sapp when he was with the uh, the Raiders, and I was pissed Raiders. off at him. Raiders. Yeah, but you know, at the same time, I could I could take a step back after he retires and say, oh, my God, he's one of the greatest defensive tackles that ever played the game, and he thank God he played for us for most of his career. You'll be very hard pressed to find a player that is not hated by some city for scoring them in some way. Right. Yeah. Especially the team that drafted him, because most players take Derek that money. Jeter. <laughs> I'm sure somebody hates him. That guy only stuck around off of his name for the last Dan like three years. He's too perfect. Dan yeah. Marino never won a Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, the city of Miami hates him. Okay, but for every one of those, I can bring you up a Barry Bonds or Sammy Sosa or Mark McGuire or uh, uh, Alex Rodriguez. Bye, Love you. <laughs> Come on. There's plenty of those guys. Joe Montana went to play for the, right, the Chiefs in Kansas the last City. two years. All I'm saying is it should be Benny first. Hashtag Vinny first. Who cares? I, all I'm That's saying fine. is I don't care. I don't care who goes He'll first. He'll get his eventually. People yeah. saying it's going mean, to take away. Can you argue that Vinny's going to be the number two going in? Of course. Yeah, of course. He's going to be number two. And he'll be the last There's one. Three. Until, he'll be the last one about to this, say. of that generation. No, it's done after Vinny. Yeah, probably. They're not going to put Richards. They're not going to put Hobby Bolin. They're not going to put anybody Namo else Dean, up there from that team. Um, no, Dean none of them. Bradley? Brian Bradley would ever get his uh, 19 retired? No. Or is that just because it's close to Richards, you mean? Richards. Yeah, who's Bradley then? Brian Bradley. What number Brad- was he? I don't know. I'll look it up. But he's not. I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess if they're going to start with Marty, it's going to be that generation post. Yeah, it, it's Marty and Vinny. And then if everything goes as planned, probably 91 and 77 at some point. But you can't start retiring everybody's number because then you'll run out of numbers. You can't be the Yankees that have like 20 something. I, <laughs> I love that. The Stanley Cup. We, we were. Perennial playoff team. We need some fucking culture. Vic knows this. That's why. Yeah, we're getting that. 
Well, he's deserving of it too. Like no one's wore four twenty six since those guys left the team. The, this just furthers our thought process that people just like fucking hanging banners. They like stuff hanging above them that tells them they're good at stuff, or at least were at one time. Yeah, that's why the Rays have well, two wild card banners. <laughs> Well, we kind of are. Our team attendant number two. Yeah. Won the Matt Moore trade. All right. Well, while we're on the subject, do you guys want to you want to talk about like uh, we're only seven, eight days away from the uh, regular season for hockey? Yep. Yeah. Very. Yeah. Thirteenth against Detroit at home. Yep. And Nikita Kucherov continues to sit at home. Sitting at home. He's in Russia. Yep. Mother Russia, while his brother still makes weird tweets to Lightning fans about, like, can you send me some Nikita Kucherov wallpapers, but with him in Tampa. When do we get to be worried? What? We? I don't think we have He's to be probably worried. not. I, I'm going to be straight up with you. He's probably not going to be in the lineup opening night. But the, he would have been offer sheeted by now if, 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 if like, you know, if anybody's going to give no him. No one's going to offer sheet. Yeah, no one's going to offer sheet him. So it's just kind of like he's going to get signed, but it's like. Fuck man, like, like it's it's this is the whole Stamkos thing all over again. This is worse. It's really, worse, yeah, because he's not playing. It. Yeah, this is more down to the line. Yeah, the, the, he he's got to sign a contract by December first. If he doesn't sign by then, he can't play. God, that sucks. Yeah. So we gotta we gotta do. Oh man, this is just not this is not okay. Like <laughs> we gotta get we gotta do something. Not I'm gonna you know look I mean there's a Anthony fix it. There's a certain contract that just is probably holding this back if, if we uh, ever signed it. Uh, Phil Pula. Phil Pula. Uh. Yeah, maybe, maybe him. Maybe 2014. Uh, Brandon uh, Coburn. Uh. Yep. Yeah. And look, I read an article the other day that uh, that talked about uh, Steve Eiserman's cap blunders. Uh, he hasn't really been the best with the cap, to be quite honest with so, you. Even though he's gotten Stamkos and Hedman on team-friendly deals, it's, he's you know, we could have all that. We could have a lot more space theoretically if we hadn't signed some of these. Is he like overrated? The, is he like the Jason but, Light of hockey? No, no, he drafts <laughs> too well. <laughs> yeah, I agree. No kickers in the second round. But well, hey, uh, um, I want to. I want to maybe change change gears here a bit. I mean, or, Let's do it. Uh, uh, Andrew Sil- or, 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 or Matt Silverman and the the Rays had their end of season sort of wrap up discussion, and I, and I think some of the takeaways from that is that they're gonna they're gonna go back, thank God, to to uh, their philosophy of having a good defense. Uh, Kevin Cash sort of sort of feels how like. How does one? Well, go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. But how does one decide that? Well, look at look at how terrible it was this year. I mean. I, I think I think the idea is that they're gonna they're gonna have they're gonna try to go out there and and get some guys. You know, you got you got Duffy at short, you got Miller at first, you got Forsyth still this at second, and, and and Longoria at third. Yeah, so that's pretty you okay. Yeah, but like you got you you still have it. You still have to answer for you can't you can't put Dickerson in and left. You got to put Dickerson at like a DH. So you got to go get like a left fielder, something like that. And you know, Desmond Jennings long gone. You got Kevin Kiermeyer in center. Uh um who's it wait, who's that right? Who's that who's that guy out there? Am I am I retarded right now? 
Souza? Souza. Yeah. And I'm sorry. I don't. I don't I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I said retarded. I don't. I don't mean retarded. Like my my best Ooh. friends. My best friends retarded. Okay. Fuck hey, you. Hey, I'm right here. <laughs> yeah, Steven Souza Jr. Who's who can't um, who can't hit worth a worth a goddamn. But um, I don't know. I think I think there's some optimism. Reason for optimism for the Rays. Do you I'm see not us so sure, but expanding our um. Or do you see us going backwards? You mean the uh, because expanding? and I know we don't like to regard them, but it's the only fucking radio station around here that talks about sports when I'm bragging. But they seem to think that we're going to go from something along the lines of sixty-eight million to fifty-eight million next year in in our salary. It's going to be tough, man. It doesn't. I mean, is that? <laughs> yeah, really. What is that? It's, it's like that's, that's, like, that's like ten million of like already being thirtieth. So you're just gonna go even lower into thirty. Like, it's not like they're going from like two hundred and ten million to ninety million or something like that. Right. Like, yeah. That I extra ten million is not gonna do a whole lot. I don't think. Yeah, but if we were last with it, wouldn't we do worse with less? I don't know. Not necessarily. I, I think the team needs to get back to its roots of fucking drafting well. Yeah, I think got, that's what they need to we've do. got the fourth overall pick picking guys for the 2020 kind of bullshit. Awesome. Yeah, that's what you'll probably have to do, to be honest with you. Yeah, there's no fixing this with this payroll, man. There's no offseason fix. Uh, the, I, the, the I players on the roster have to get better. Well, listen, Fire uh, cash. you're not going anywhere. If I think that'll for, do it for us to have a six, if we have a successful season next year, this is what's, this is what needs to happen. We need to we need to find an answer uh for our defense uh specifically so like uh Corey dickerson can't play left uh you're gonna have to hopefully you know you'll have matt duffy forsyth miller and longoria uh for your infield and what it's going to come down to really and you're gonna have to reinvent the bullpen this year like you have done every year uh, into something that can actually be serviceable, you know what but I'm saying? Better. Like, yeah, better. Like we it's have, have to work this time is the whole thing. Yeah, the bullpen's going to exactly. have to work this time, <laughs> like because it hasn't in the last three years. So, it's that. I mean, that's the big. That's the big thing. I mean, our starting pitching is has not been good last year, but I think that's a result of perhaps our defense and the and the bullpen not being able to to support them uh, per se. I, I think your biggest reason for optimism going to next year is that I don't think the pitching staff is going to be as bad as they were this year. God, I hope so. Uh, I, I, I mean, it could happen. Don't get me wrong. I don't think that's going to happen. But yeah, I agree with you, Kyle. I think the uh, the bullpen is the biggest thing that needs to be fixed. Uh, if they can <laughs> pick up guys off the scrap heap <laughs> and make them work and again, reinvent them and reinvent them in the Rays image, Jim Hickey. I want I want somebody very savvy with Photoshop to. Tropicana thing, a Tropicana field on the top of a mountain where it's getting struck by lightning and just the rays hodgepodge is and legs together to make a bullpen because it's what we do. Yeah, pretty it's much. What we do when it works, and then it's like it's what when we it do. Doesn't, it doesn't work. Like, too, well, why don't you go sign this guy? Why don't you just fucking open your checkbook, checkbook and sign a mid-level reliever for God's sake? Well, somebody, please. Because that's not who we are. Like it's. I know, and that sucks. <laughs> and it's not gonna get better until we get that new stadium. Hey, we got a ferry. It goes from t- Tampa to St. Pete. It's gonna do. Ooh, s- nobody's gonna take. Ooh, wee. You know what? I I was listening 
to a hockey podcast I listened to today and they're from Toronto. So it's kind of weird, but like they were, and this kind of relates to baseball salary cap and they were begging. They were no, not begging, but they were like making up this stuff for like the NHL to just not have a salary cap. So Toronto can spend the most money. That was their whole thing. <laughs> and like, I see that and I'm like, I immediately think of baseball. I'm like, yeah, that's why there's no salary cap. Cause the big city, the big teams won't allow it. They won't allow it. They won't go for it. You think the Red Sox want a salary cap? Fuck no. no that would mean they that. have to they develop from within. They're just signing a bunch of international free agents and stuff like that. It's it's bullshit, man. That's it, it, the biggest reason why I can't stick with baseball that much because I just feel like it's so fucking unfair. It is. It's so unfair. It's ridiculously unfair. And until they make it fair, I just I don't. Yeah, baseball is baseball a competitive sport and fun to watch in the playoffs. Yeah, but it's it's miserable when you root for a team like the Rays because every time a big free agent goes in the market, you don't even have a chance. Well, here's there's the no way we can sign him. Here's the thing I like about um, uh, baseball is that they they actually play it, pay their players what they should be paid. You know, like yeah. payers their players get paid. Uh, if they're making twenty nine million dollars, then they're gonna make twenty nine million dollars. Like that's just what it is. Like, and, yeah, and fit in football, yeah. if a guy's making twenty nine million dollars, like it's like, eh, he, he, he's gonna make like nine million on the front end of the contract, and then we'll see what, how he plays in the back end of yeah. that. Like, if like, there was no salary cap, the the advantage to having no salary cap is is good if your team can actually take advantage of it. Right. Yeah. If you can't, then it's like, well, what the fuck are we supposed to do? We're going to be competitive like once every five years, and even then, like, we probably won't even get that deep into the playoffs. It's 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 just a weird like I like I like that baseball actually pays their players what they deserve because I feel like no other sport does that really besides baseball, perhaps not properly. Right. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, not no strings. And attached. it's funny because <laughs> baseball is like. I don't want to say it's not physically demanding, but compared to football and compared to hockey, where you're getting the shit beat out of you night in and night out, like it's it's weird to think that baseball pays their players the most. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. It's odd to think hockey's the least. Yeah. yeah well, that's due to the NHL being dumbasses with revenue. Anyway. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, it's an NHL thing. Yeah. All right, guys, let's let's take a break, and then uh, I don't know. Um, we're kind of out of things to talk about. So we're gonna have to like we're gonna. Oh make... yeah, yeah. Nothing happened this weekend. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I just I, I don't think. That, well, I think the, 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 like the thing is like there's nothing worth talking about. Like there's it's just. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so hot fire coming on the other end of this podcast. There's nothing. There's there's nothing <laughs> worth talking about in the second half. But I mean, I think maybe we'll we'll try to find something. We'll and, scrounge something yeah. together. We're professional. Yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna try to keep you guys entertained. So like you know we're gonna we're gonna come back next half. We're gonna try to find something, you know, to 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 pique your interests so to speak so yeah all right cool break time hey guys are you looking for gears collectibles and housewares and more from your favorite pop culture franchises of course you are i mean you're listening to this commercial aren't you well you know what we got you covered loot crate offers a range of geek and exclusive gamer items for less than 20 dollars a month uh, and if you want to bring your loot to the next level, you can get a bigger box with an even bigger loot with Loot Crate DX. And if you're more the type to wear your geeky card on your sleeve, then Loot Wear is what you want. It's their monthly wearables and accessories subscription. It's the droid you're looking for, according to Loot Crate. So what is Loot Crate? Uh, Loot Crate is a monthly box a subscription service. Uh, and you have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific time to subscribe and receive that month's box. Uh, and after that... 
It's over. So what is this month's box? Well, let me tell you, the chill running down your spine is in your imagination. It's Loot Crate's October theme, horror. They're taking over 40 years of creepy, campy, and bloody icons and putting them into this month's crate. Uh, they're channeling your best final girl, final girl, with items from The Walking Dead, Nightmare on Elm Street, and Friday the 13th, and Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and, and Halloween. So, holy shit, you know, John Carpenter's... You know, that whole thing? Yeah, you can get that this month by going to Shark Dropper, or Loot Crate, rather, lootcrate.com slash shark drop wait hold on i gotta get i gotta get this right lootcrate.com slash shark promo code shark dropper you put in that promo code you're gonna save 10 percent off your first loot crate so you're gonna save 10 percent off your texas chainsaw massacre halloween themed loot crate by going to lootcrate.com slash shark putting in that promo code shark dropper you're gonna save a shitload of money you're gonna get a scary ass fucking loot crate box and listen uh take it from me loot crate is awesome so you know lootcrate.com slash shark promo code shark dropper and we're back nick finally did it yes but, but you don't i did it you don't hear all right. it what if this is all of a sudden you, cool you don't hear it on the live you hear it you hear it on the the the, the, the other thing but um i'm properly drunk god damn <laughs> Here we, here we are. Yeah, we just went through like three different music videos. <sighs> yeah. Yep. That's that's what you're missing. Man, man, the late 90s was great. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, you, you know, know what? what I missed about the late 90s? What's that? I knew this transition was coming. No, hey, no. Shut well, up. Hold on, hold on. That's the one hold we on. got. Wait, before, we, before you do this transition, Mixler.com slash Shark Dropper. Every Thursday, usually, oh, yes. every Thursday at 8 o'clock, usually, we're going we're gonna to broadcast this live. So if you want to hear us live, Mixler.com slash Shark Dropper. And there's, there's a ton of extra content that you don't hear on the actual show because we start, you know, we usually just hit the record button on Mixler and then start talking. And then we'll hit the record button on the podcast. So uh, you do miss a lot of extra kind of banter between the, the three of us. So... Um, mixer.com slash shark dropper if you want to check that out good plug man mm. good we job. got to because you know Jared said he he liked he liked that that part of it so <laughs> yeah we're a lot more uh, unhinged if you can believe that it's <laughs> pretty much what shark dropper is as the shark dropper podcast but with just us actually I, I'm pretty sure we're just catering specifically to Jared Knight and and like him like this is this show is just for him <laughs> like it's his show yeah it's, it's one, for... one day though one day when there's a lot of people in this chat room we'll remember that Jared was the first one he was the first one there um but yeah All 20 people that'll be in this chat room one day. Nick, you, you were something you were saying something about the late 90s we were dominant on defense, man. That's when football mattered. Yeah, it didn't matter anymore. That's that, that's when that's when things were fun and and I I enjoyed life in general. I got to watch football. Yeah, it, was, it I, meant something. I was just happier as a person. Kyle, you hit the nail on the head when you said after we beat Atlanta that we'll probably come back here in three weeks and be sad. Yeah, or two. <laughs> I hate. He's fucking Rain Man this year. I I'm hate you, how accurate Kyle's depiction <laughs> of our sadness has been. <laughs> Come on, guys. Come on. I mean, is I, is this really a shock to everybody? No. I don't know. It doesn't feel any better. 
Let me. You get know, we said in the beginning of the se- uh, season that the Bucks are going to lose games that you think they're going to win, and they're going to do it in fascinating, amazing ways that you never thought of, and damned if they haven't. Yeah, but better still going through it. Like I hate getting throttled. It sucks. And it sucks. to watch, and to watch Arizona be picked apart by two teams that I think we could have beaten at the beginning of this season. And oh sure, it's just like you know when you watch your competition who throttled you. I mean, forty-seven is getting beat, and watching them get beat themselves in, in the manner it. It, it takes a little wind out of your sails because you start to realize exactly how far away from a good team you are. Yeah, I, I, I do understand that. And I think a lot of people that say that, you know, they, they predicted us to go seven and nine, right? And they say, and I say, like, you didn't you say we were going to go seven and nine and like we're going to lose nine games? And they say, oh, well, not like this. Like, it's, you know, we, we weren't going to lose these kind of games. Like, of course you're going to lose these kind of games. Like, that's what a seven and nine team does. That's what a six and ten team does. Like, no loss is a pretty loss. Every loss sucks ass. Like, you, there, there's always like multiple reasons why you there's lost no, that there's game. There's no good side to it. Yeah, there's no good side to a loss. Like, it's all bad. So like, it always kind of, it makes me laugh when people say, Oh, well not like this. Like, oh, fucking, of course not like that. <laughs> like Jesus Christ, man. Like what did you, what did you expect? It's a loss. It's as, as if there's some other way that we're supposed to lose. Yeah, well, not it, like this. As if there's I mean, a, not, a good like, way you know, to I mean, lose. Not, because what their does not where their wants. score is higher than our score. Not like this. I mean, everybody just imagines that the Bucks going to go out there and Jameis Winston's going to throw for 350, you know, three touchdowns, two picks. And then the last play, we drop a pass that would have tied or won the game. Like everybody thinks that's how we're going to lose these games. And we're not that team. Everybody expected it last year because we lost a lot of close games last year that maybe we'll win some of those. Well, it's a different team. It's a different year. Stop thinking about 15. Yeah. Can we uh, can we can we start with Jameis Winston? Uh, we can because I saw sure, some absolutely. real progress on Twitter, and I'm I'm very proud. I'm well, here, very proud. Here's the thing: progress on Twitter as in as your quarterback progresses. Well, <clears throat> hold on. Let me let me just say this: like last week, legitimately, I was critical of him in that last moment of the game when he had a a chance to win the game. The game was on his shoulders, and he didn't come through. I think that was that was one of the things I harped on him for uh this week it was very apparent to me that he doesn't have a whole lot around him to help him succeed like there's not a lot of guys for him to throw to for him to hand the ball off to there's not a lot of guys blocking for him uh and you can't expect He's a whole, an island. Yeah, you can't expect a whole lot of success out of a guy, whether it's Peyton Manning or Jameis Winston, if he doesn't have guys around him to support him. So, did he play bad this last game? Yes, he did. Uh, that being said, I think had he have had more talent around him, I think you would have saw a lot better of a game out of him. And it's yeah. I don't know, man. I think he made some some bad throws. He did. Uh, and I, I I I mean, you can blame the people around him, and yeah, I think he's got some real shit around him right now, receiver especially. 
uh, Mike, it's Mike Evans and of declining Vincent Jackson and Adam Humphreys. Really, that's all he's got right now. And Cameron Brait, who's actually looked really impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but let's let's be honest here. He's thrown his picks, all of his picks, without any pressure. Matter of fact, he's a great quarterback when he's blitzed or when he's under pressure. When he's under duress is when he has all his touchdowns. Uh, I, I I disagree entirely with that. Like I think when no, he's that's his stats, though. those are the stats. No, he he's definitely he's staring people down, man. He's that's and like you can ask anybody on on Twitter that looks at film and they're 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 perplexed because they they think he's taking a step back in terms of going through his reads and making the right decision and he, not checking the ball down anymore and stuff like that. Like he's well, he doesn't he's playing secure, hero. That's obvious. He's playing hero ball is what he's doing. And I understand why, because yeah. he feels like he has to, which he doesn't really kind of to win. Well, it leads more towards what Kyle was saying, because when you're trying to play hero ball, and it, it just exposes how alone and how much of the team we expect of him. Right. But at the same time, I want to point this out, that I think the defense looked decent, at was maybe even more than decent early, and he put him in two bad holes early trying to play hero ball and it, you know, and it's, it, and that's, that's the risk you take. But when your defense is playing decently, well, you shouldn't feel like you have to spin the ball into tight windows all the time, especially against a guy like Akib Tlaib, you know, it's. Yeah. But was that decision-making or. Yeah, I think it was. I think he was just trying to make a throw that wasn't there. And that's why he got picked off. It right. But it's, it's between like making, that. it's between making that throw and throwing it away or, you know, taking a check down, taking or a, like well, that. taking an incomplete pass. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's playing hero ball because that's all he can do because that's all he has to work with. In my opinion, I think I, I just, uh, go ahead, Colin. Sorry. I, I think, yeah, he does. He does take a lot of chances with the football that, that quite frankly are unacceptable, but I think, we're, we're, we also made a conscious decision this last offseason not to put talent around him. Who did we put around him to help him succeed this year? Nobody. We we re-signed Doug Martin. That was it. Like there, in fact, we regressed because you got rid of uh, 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 Logan Mankins at guard, and you replaced him with either Kevin Penfield or, or uh, uh, Evan Smith, and. That was it, really, or, or, or Joe Holly. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> but other than that, you, you were like, "I ah, we're fine. We got Mike Evans and, and ASJ and, and Cameron Braid. And, and what we thought would be another good year out of Vincent Jackson. But and another good, yeah, be. but it's not good. So, like, yeah, you, we're not building around young Jameis, and he crumbling around him. <laughs> he feels the pressure on his shoulders to succeed, and he's doing what he can do, and, and obviously he's forcing – He's forcing throws and he's he's trying to get it done in ways which we can't get it done and he's throwing interceptions and and looking bad. So, I mean, yeah, that's on him at, to a certain extent. But I think he doesn't have a lot to work with. Would you guys agree? I would no, I totally agree. agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And listen, I've been critical of him, but I won't I won't take that away from him. That yeah, he's playing. He's got a shitty team around him. Yeah, you can absolutely and be critical, and, of and that's and that's the front office's fault, and that's the coaching staff, and you know, and that's uh, and that's the reason why I was so upset that we took a kicker in the second round. It's part of it because we're not in position to do shit like that. Yeah, I, I mean, I think you guys 
<laughs> you guys have seen just as much of and or the Bucks this year as I have, and from what it seems like, he seems like he's rushing his decisions even when he has no need to. Yeah, it's like he no, feels I agree like with the that. pocket is choking him when there's he's seeing ghosts. Exactly. He, I, I think he's, I think he's gun shy. I think some he's been popped so much and he has no faith in this line. Well, I wouldn't say gun shy. He's certainly not gun shy. Okay, because if he was gun shy, he would just hold the ball too long and get sacked. But it's, it's more of he feels like he's just got to. It's that first or second read, even if they're not open, he's going to throw them open, kind of thing. And like that doesn't work a lot of the time. Like as much art talent as he has, it's, it's not going to work, especially against a good defense like the Broncos. And it's just, it's just part of it. Now, what I worry about is how is this going to affect him? Long term, when when and if yeah, long term when and if they do put good pieces around him, right? I think I, I That's think I think big. and I hope that he's a smart dude. I mean, everything that I've heard from him thus far is that is that you know his work ethic is off the chart. His football IQ is is so high that it can't be measured by um, normal human means, according to FSU Twitter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but I mean the thing is is, is just that the, I I have faith in the guy as a quarterback that we have made the right decision and that we just need to now put the pieces around him and that what we're seeing right now is just a result of the talent not being there uh I think um I could be wrong but I mean I I'm a Bucks homer, man. What can I do? I just who really... was uh, who was Derek Carr's older brother? The uh, guy that David, David Carr. David Carr. Really? That was his older all, brother. Yeah, all yeah. the town in the world. Shit, man. That he was the top prospect coming out of that draft. He was. It, he was Most almost like quarterback. And he got his shit season. rocked for the first part of his career, and then got cut. Nick. And that's because the Texans could never put the stuff around him as good as he was. Or there's much talent potential as he had, they could never put the pieces around him to make him successful. I believe, and it got to him, and it, and it ended his career basically. Nick, if yeah. I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, the most sacked quarterback in NFL yes, history, I believe. If I'm not mistaken, I'm, I'm I may be wrong on that, but yeah, uh, great analogy, Anthony, because uh, yeah, it it just we we couldn't have done. Any better with that second pick than a kicker? I mean, now it's 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 more apparent and obvious than ever. I mean, like, okay, even if Robert Aguero was perfect up to this point, like yeah, we'd still I, be I, like, I agree. Why did we take a kicker when we can't? We don't have a safety that can cover a fucking guy. We don't have a. That's go- when you can get a good one too. That's yeah. when you get a great safety. Is a yeah. nice second round pick. You probably could have drafted a guy that would have done a little bit better than Brad Bradley McDougal or Chris Conte. Uh, you probably could have drafted a wide receiver that could have got a little bit of separation from a quarterback than Vincent Jackson, Mike Evans, or 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 or, or um, uh, fucking Adam McHumphreys. Uh, you could have done. Something. Everybody wants to be Irish Thunder. Yeah, you could have done something other than a kicker. Look, if, if the Patriots shit. take a kicker in the second round, nobody cares. Right. Well, because they're yeah, because the Patriots are because yeah, they know what they're doing. <laughs> no, because they know what they're doing. And they're and they're a complete team. They're a, they're a well put together team. Mm-hmm. So you can add little pieces like that and tweak. When you're the Bucks, 
and you basically need to overhaul. Like I would say like 50% of this roster probably needs an overhaul. If you know, maybe a little less than that this point, you can't be wasting picks on shit like that. That's a waste of a second round pick. And it makes it worse when he's not being perfect. Yeah, it's even yeah, exactly. It's even worse because he sucks right now. <laughs> oh, God. Definitely got the yips. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's wait, can it's I fucking it, it's fucking ridiculous. Can I man. can it I say some no positives? Sense. Can I say some positives real quick? Sure, yeah, sure. go ahead. Absolutely. Um please I don't kill myself. I went to the game this weekend with my with my lovely girlfriend and we, we sat in in the club seats. We I sat in the West Club section. How was that by the way? That was fucking amazing like it like i said it was a four o'clock game and the we pounded we we pounded a bunch of beers before the before the game walked in fucking hammered and uh uh, the 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 west side at a at a four o'clock game it's like completely shaded so i was like this is amazing (laughs) like it was so great but the like what i wanted to say is like the video boards Oh my god! Right? Oh shit! It's like night and I day. I told you. Yeah, it's like watching. It's like watching TV at your house. Like, but like, in awesome cool. mode. It's god, so it's great. amazing when it's not standard def bullshit. I know. It's like the god. the video <laughs> boards are outstanding, and like if it's a, it, I yeah. feel like it's a whole new experience at Raymond James Stadium. Like, I highly encourage you guys to go, despite the fact that our team is terrible. Like. Yeah, great. Kyle text me because that was a fun time. It was a great time. Yeah, they, uh, I have a question. Have they done anything like outside the stadium or stuff like that to like improve the fan Not experience? No, same old, same no. old. Yeah, but same old, same old. Just I mean, come to the game and spend your money, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, the, yeah. the yeah. video boards were were great. And th- another cool thing is like they're they're constantly giving you fantasy updates on the on one of the sideboards. So like I was like, fuck yeah, fucking Julio Jones has. 400 yards and I didn't start them. Fuck me, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm glad that uh, the Bucks are taking steps to make people want to come to the games in some ways, but still got to start winning here pretty soon. Yeah. I sat next yeah. to I no, sat next... Every once in a while, because, you know, after a little bit here, we did start predicting some wins in a row. So I still believe, I still maintain six and 10. I will not waver from that. I think. And I'm optimistic. Why am I optimistic? Because I think Jameis is the real deal. I think he's a, he is a smart guy that understands the position of quarterback, and it's just a matter of putting the talent around him to help him succeed. Like I think that's what it comes down to. Is he going to be stupid with the ball? Of course. That's who he is. He's still going to throw those dumb interceptions. He's a second-year quarterback. He still has a lot to learn. Right. And I think... I think we are on the right track. I think we got to give a head coach a chance. I think we have to survive this season, and I think we're gonna get better next season. I really, that's another really thing. believe that. I wanted to touch on is is uh, you guys need to fucking quit it with the firing coaches every year, yeah. and, no, year and four. Stop games. demanding everybody's head. Yeah, for fuck's sake. I mean, when are, like seriously, like when are we gonna learn as a fan base? That firing the coach doesn't fucking fix anything. Like, I'm tired of it. If anything, it, it makes new problems. He's coached four games. Yep. Fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> stop it with this. Fuck's sake, man. Like, it, Guys, it, it, the, those, both those statements were well put. Kyle, yours was a little more eloquent, but Anthony's, I think yours was a little more poignant. 
Yeah, like it's it's ridiculous, man. I'm tired of it. Like we, yeah, Lovey. Okay, whatever. Game two years didn't work out. Kind of fired him unceremoniously. Whatever. Got it. We've done that 15 times before. Yeah, but that was him. Ha- that was us having Cutter in house, knowing that he was gonna leave had we not made him head coach. At a certain point, I really hope that's not the only reason they hired him. No, you <laughs> gotta give a guy a chance. I think that's the reason to force their hand. You you have to give somebody a chance at some point. Like they've yeah. got to make it. Like it's it's ridiculous that this every year with this bullshit. It's like it's like we go through the same fucking cycles of like after week four we're like fire the guy this guy. <laughs> like, well, if we started fucking winning, maybe we won't want to fire everybody. I think, but you got to give people a chance. Like we've there's been so much turnaround and so many change of schemes and so many personnel, uh, you know, shifts. That you're gonna fuck Winston up doing that shit, yeah. man. You're gonna turn him into Alex Smith. Yeah, you gotta sit. You gotta let. Just give Dirk Cutter a chance. Give him. Give him two to three years. Like I get it. If next year we come out and we look the same, you know, and and if you start calling for his head, then I'll understand because typically after two years, if it, if an NFL head coach doesn't get it done, then they're, they're usually out. You can look, you can go look historically. I've said it many times on this podcast, but like mm-hmm. two That's years usually is usually out. what you have to turn it around. Um, if the team doesn't look any better next year, you can, you can call for his head and you can, they'll probably start calling for Jason Light's head too. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Maybe it's start there. Yeah. It, it's probably, it, the team has to start turning that corner for real starting next year. I think. In some way, okay. you got to be more consistent. Well, according to Kyle, Kyle Stradamus, I am a hundred percent thus far on on calling this season, uh, and yeah. I, I maintain very, very close to that. I will. I I am perfect. I've I've called every game so far. Uh, I am perfect. And this next game we will lose. However, after the bye week, we're going to win three out of the next four. I I will. I I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm gonna put that on the on the goddamn team. Wait, right? Yeah, Oof. yeah. Three out of the next four. This this is this has been the word of Kyle. Word of Kyle. Mm. Hey. <laughs> well, I actually, you know what I have? I have I have three wins in a row, then three losses in a row. <laughs> Are we gonna do keys to the game? Just to see some streaks. <laughs> well, you know. I guarantee you after those three wins, we're gonna say Super Bowl. Anthony, you do you have a, a take on whether or not we could beat the Derek Derek Anderson led oh, hold on. Panthers? Hold on, piece of the game. Hold man. on, hold on. Oh, we got we got Monday Night Football. I miss Hank Williams. Yeah, me too. Oh, but uh, yeah, we got the Panthers coming up here on Monday Night Football, so um, we got to get we got to get some keys to the game. So uh, keys of the game. Who shot you? Separate the weak from the obsolete hard to creep them Brooklyn streets. Right, because it came to leave. Who shot you? Who shot you, motherfucker? Your heartbeat sound like Sasquatch feet. Could have been his mom. I don't know. He's, 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 he's Cheddar Bob at this point to me. Saw me in the drop. Three and a quarter. Slaughter. Electrical tape around the door. Old school, new school. Need to learn. I do got a dumb friend named Cheddar Bob. So, keys of the game, fellas. Um, Monday Night Football. Woo! Hey, 
I I tell you what, man. The uh, the the keys to the game there, uh, Jameis Winston. He he. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. No, I'm done. I can't. <laughs> it's over. Can't. Do, I can't. <laughs> I tell you what, man. I can't do the uh, the the John Gruden impression there anymore, man. Um, Jameis Winston. Uh, we did uh, a dirt cutter. Uh, uh, Those are good keys. Yeah, great keys. James James Wilson and Dirk Cutter. There you go. Your keys to the game. They gotta they gotta go out there. They gotta be and Winston-y. They gotta go and be those guys and 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 not not be those guys. Um, fuck man, Anthony. Since since you always have the best, do you mind if I save yours to last? Is it possible to win? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Go ahead, Nick. Go for it. <laughs> um, I think uh, maybe something a little more practical because, you know, we can't really f- tell what the Carolina Panthers are going to come out with. So maybe something we can actually rely on is the real forecast, and that's a weather forecast. So get to high kneeing and high stepping because you're going to be running through probably two, maybe two and a half feet of water because Matthew or it's going to be a tropical storm by then. I don't know. But it's going to be really important that we have the ground game because you can't throw in hurricanes force winds. Nice. We got to, we got to rely on hurricane Matthew to win the game for us. <laughs> I just sort of, my key to the game is that when, uh, when things get tough in that, that water starts building, we got to turn to riverboat Ron. We got to hop on his boat. <laughs> we got to get the fuck out of Carolina with a win. God damn it. That's my key. Well, to the game. I, Riverboat Ron, do you think he'll he'll let us attach ourselves to his boat? He fucking better. We got a pirate Love ship, goddammit. We'll come back. We'll sink his boat. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll fuck him. Oh, yeah. we should send the boat up there. It it could send out it could shoot water bottles for the people who don't have drinkable water. Yeah, it's got a fucking skull don't... on it too, and probably some drunk girl f- by the third quarter. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Tampa Bay sends you support. And Gasparilla. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> fucking fucking Keys of the game. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, Nick took mine, so I had to come up with a new one. But... Oh, damn it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got to find that. I guess you had the good one this week. I got to ah. find the Pirates of the Caribbean music. This won't get us copyrighted. <laughs> uh, sounds like you're sorry, Universe's attempt at playing its song. Well, who am I kidding? None of people watch this, listen to this podcast to get copyrighted. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, fair enough. But a bum, 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 bum. That's what I wanted to go for. But you know, why don't why don't movies have? I can't good... believe they're making another one of those. Because God there's money to be made. Is there really? Yes. Is there? Yes. Are people gonna go watch another Pirates of the Caribbean movie? Yes, because you know, as long as stupid people have jobs, they'll spend money on things. Yeah, it's true. Transformers was like the highest grossing movie of that year. Yep, and it's getting another one. They're getting another one. Are they really? Yeah, Mark Mark Wahlberg in Transformers. (laughs) Yep. Yep, he's getting a sequel. Of course he is. Wait, wasn't wasn't he he already on one, right? Yeah, of course he was. (laughs) Fuck yeah, man. Mark Wahlberg and the Funky Bunch coming coming at you. And and Fast 9 and Avengers 7. And Marvel Comics presents Marvel Studios presents Iron Guy Fist Giant. Four, <laughs> Return of the Jedi. That's an original idea. When's Iron Giant gonna get a redo? Iron Guy. No, leave Iron Giant alone. Fucking goddamn it. Vin Diesel Don't can do still it. do it. He can be the. He can be still be the voice. <laughs> yeah, the. 
I am Groot. That's really his best roles is when he has to say like two lines the whole movie, to be honest with you. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I forgot Vin Diesel did the Iron Giant. That was a great movie. Directed by Brad Bird, awesome. who did The Incredibles. That's that scene at the end where he, he says Superman as he's flying into the missile. Yeah, man. Fucking gets me every time. Brad Bird. Brad Bird's the fucking greatest animation director, perhaps, of all time. I really hope they don't fuck up the second. Gentlemen, <laughs> before we get to rambling, any uh, bold predictions? Lord, I was born a rambling man. I was trying to make a living and doing the best I can. <laughs> when it comes to leaving, I hope you understand that, Lord, I was born a rambling man. All right, so let's go to... <laughs> we got the the, the, the the Cardinals and 49ers tied at seven at halftime. Uh Boring ass game. Texans and Vikings playing, gentlemen. I'm going Vikings. To to stay undefeated. Yeah. How bold of you? Yeah. You, that's that's low hanging. How about we there. how about we just run down the schedule and like we'll we'll let the bull predictions come out as they may. So I'm going Vikings in this game. Okay. Okay, I got Vikings. Sure, I'll go Vikings. All right, Jets and Steelers, one o'clock. Steelers. 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 Uh, I'll go Steelers. Yeah. Uh, Eagles and Lions. I'm going Eagles. Um. Yeah. I'm going Eagles. I'll go Eagles. Redskins. See. Uh, Redskins. Ravens. I go Skins. I say Ravens. Ravens. Like. Like I don't know anything about those teams. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's Mars. Bengals. Cowboys. I'm going Cowboys. Bengals all the way. Bengals. Cowboys. Baby. Oh, shit. Uh, Bills, Rams. I'll go Bills. I'll go Rams. I'll go not watch that game ever for 2,500, <laughs> Alex. Uh, all right. Is it in Buffalo or L.A.? Uh, it's shitty as fuck. Hold on. Rex Ryan versus Jeff Fisher. It is. Mud fight. It is in L.A. Well, at least it's going to be pretty there. And oh, pretty it's in a really shitty it. overrated city. Next. Bears, Bears <laughs> at Colts. I'll go Colts. Bears. Oh, Bears. Bears. Andrew Luck is overrated. Shaw Bears. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. Holy shit. You know, two years ago, we called Andrew Luck one of the elite quarterbacks of the of the league, and now look at him. Now I think Kyle. Because he was, but I think he just I fell think off. you called him that. Yeah, I did. You're right. Uh, Titans at Dolphins. Another game That's that I'll never watch. That's a game I don't give a shit about. <laughs> uh, That'll be your CBS game <laughs> this week, because we're not going to get oh, anything. Oh, God. Fucking... <laughs> uh Dolphins, I guess. I don't fucking yeah. know. I'll go Miami by a lot. I'll go Titans. Oh wait, don't at Miami. Wait, it's gonna be. Game. Oh yeah, it's gonna be the Harambe Bowl or whatever it is, whatever hurricane we have going through. Um, <laughs> what is it called? N- Nicole Matthew. Matthew. The Matthew Bowl. Hurricane Matthew <laughs> Bowl. Um, uh, uh, New England at Browns. Here's my bowl. <laughs> <laughs> don't even don't even go there. Tom Brady's back. Don't even go there. Fuck you. He's, got, Here he's it only is. one and one there. Here it is, baby. Bold prediction. Browns beat the Patriots and Tom Brady's return. And if then that fucking happens. And then there's a I quarterback controversy between Garoppolo and whatever his fucking name is. <laughs> if that happens, you better play the lottery. All right. So I'm going to go Patriots. Yeah, I'm going Patriots. Brown. I don't know Kyle, Kyle over there. Browns, baby. Dog pound. Uh, 
Johnny, about, Man's, Johnny Manziel's coming back. He's going to lead them to victory. Uh, how about, oh, oh, God. How about, yeah, remember when they had Robert Griffin III playing for them? What happened to that? Just didn't he? Hurt he got him? hurt in the first game. God, <laughs> That's what happened. God damn. Because he tried. He didn't. He didn't slide again, and he got killed again. Poor Browns. <laughs> yep. Uh, Atlanta Falcons at the Denver Broncos. I'm going Great Broncos. Game. I'm going Falcons. Oh shit. Uh, I've got to say, Simeon maybe being back. Go go Denver. Wow. All right. I'm going Falcons. The Falcons have been really fun to watch. That's a, I wish my team was like that. That's probably going to be the best game of the week. Falcons offense is awesome, man. Yeah. I yeah, mean, outside of fun. I'm, they're outside fun to watch. Outside of one game. Ooh, this I don't know a, what that is. My team's been boring as fuck for like six years now. This is a really interesting matchup. My two fantasy quarterbacks facing off against each other. Uh, we're talking Philip Rivers of the Chargers versus Derek Carr of the Raiders. Uh, I thought you had Matt Ryan. Well, for, in another league. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Raiders for this one. Chargers have been terrible this year. Yeah. You have to say yeah, it in the Chris Rivers voice if you're gonna pick the Raiders. The Raiders. Rivers has been fantastic, but the Chargers <laughs> have been terrible. So I'm gonna go with the Raiders. I'm going Raiders as well. Raiders all the way, and then finally the Giants at Green Bay. Green Bay. Is gonna fucking wipe the. Oh, floor the battle of Fox is gonna jerk that game off so hard. Oh god, yeah, God. Joe Buck, is <laughs> oh. Joe Buck and Troy. Hey, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. is uh, he's not having fun at the game anymore. Yeah, I love Aaron um, Rodgers so much, so I'm going Packers. Pack, pack all day. I wish he was my quarterback. I'm going bold prediction. New York Giants upset the Green Bay Packers. Odell Beckham Jr. fix or. Finds his stride. I don't know whatever you want to say. I mean, the Giants are good. The Giants are really good at upsetting quarterbacks. So we're number twelve. Fix it, Odell Beckham. Touchdowns. All right, and then that's my bold prediction. Your your Monday night game, Tampa Bay Buccaneers at (sighs) Carolina Panthers. I'm going. Don't just just world. Just please do yourself a favor and don't watch this game if you don't have to. I'm going Carolina because the Bucks, number one, suck. Number two. Suck, especially on in, in prime time. It's prime time, guys. Come on. It's going to be an embarrassment. But we beat the Seahawks that one time, Kyle, on Sunday Night Football. Don't you remember? I do remember. I was there, and the, and the Rays won the World or the, the advance of the World Series on that night. I wish they won the World Series that night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got Carolina, too, Carolina. And by a lot. Carolina by a lot. You know what, gentlemen? As negative as I am... Oh shit! It's happening. Oh. I'm going Panthers. Ah! <laughs> oh. All right, so we all got some good sense this week. Panthers. No, I can't. I can't pick the Bucks in good conscience. I pa- wouldn't be able to sleep. You know, Panthers. I debated on it for about a second. Regardless of who starts, honestly, Derek Carr or J- or uh, uh, Cam Newton, Panthers. Sorry, Derek Anderson. Derek Panthersen. <laughs> <laughs> Derek, Derek. Yep, that's what it is. Nailed Derek it. <laughs> Brooks starting at quarterback for the Who's your favorite quarterback? Mr. Mr. Derek, Derek Brooks. Oh, 153 tackles. 36 assists. <laughs> this is the this is at quarterback? Wow. He must have thrown a lot of picks. <laughs> Two times all pro. How many? Three times all pro. I just know I know. He really tried hard in that commercial to really act. Who's your really favorite sharp. player? Derek. Derek. Okay. Right. Warren Sapp would have just crashed that bus, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> he would have been doing coke and like fucking hookers on the bus. <laughs> Who's your favorite player? Who, <laughs> baby? 
That's... He's from Miami. Fuck you if you don't think he was doing coke. Come on. Why do you, why do you think he was drafting? Anyways. He's a fat cokehead. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, there's a lot of McDonald's and Carl's Jr.'s. Carl's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sharkdropper.com if you want to check out the rest of our podcast. Patreon.com slash sharkdropper if you want to donate to what we do for some reason. I don't know. Um, we made our bold predictions. I think that I think that's that that, that I think that we're done. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Kyle says the the Browns are beating the Patriots. Browns. That happens. The world's ending. Just like you know. Browns beating the Pats. And 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 uh no yeah they 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 beat the Pats. I'm not gonna say in the landslide because that's not gonna happen. <laughs> no landslide. He's you heard it for your first folks. Landslide victory. Doesn't matter if they win. They still get the points. Cleveland's Cleveland's winning the Super Bowl and the Cubs are winning a World Series in the same year. Everybody prepare. Jeez. <laughs> yep. All right, guys. Um, let's get out of here. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Rate and review us on iTunes. That was Word of the Bay for this week. I'm Kyle. I'm Nick. And I'm Anthony. And go Browns slash Bucks. <laughs> Put the Browns first. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fuck the Bucks. Yeah.